Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candice, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Ricky part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we've struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are, just real talk, because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, Erin is on a business trip, so Candace and I are holding down the fort. We discuss our challenges with the upcoming summer months, what it looks like to be confident in the bodies we have, and loving ourselves as we walk in this wellness journey. Ready? Let's talk. Hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I am Ricky. And I'm Candice. So you guys probably noticed we are short one of the three amigas here. Erin is on a business trip and we wish her well. I know she's been posting in the group about her travel, packing and all of that. So um, we wish her a wonderful and safe trip. Yeah, and I think we'll she took some vacation carrots. I, we asked if she was going to take some. Yes. But. <laughs> Looks like she Always. hit some milestones. She was talking about how she uh, was two pounds under, I think, her driver's license weight. Yes. And she was, I was really excited for her. She's been killing it. I'm so proud. Yes. She looks great in the picture. Yeah. So, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. It's been a, a crazy week. Um, school's winding down, but um, I, I was down this week, so I was happy with that. Um, I did have a, a visit to the emergency room <laughs> on Saturday night, um, which was, a, it wasn't a huge thing. It was, I realized that I have a stigma against going to the emergency room. It's just, I, I had a coworker who, um, from my last job, who I called 911 for because he was, um, his coloring looked off and I was one of the few people there because it was early morning. I like to get to work early. And he um, was taken to the hospital and ended up passing away at the hospital. So I've, I realized when I started to have some discomfort in my like abdomen, I was like, I don't want to go. I, <laughs> I can wait. I can push it off. But I thought about you, Candace. So I was like, you know, Candace is the poster child now for get help. <laughs> like, And it, it was just a, a slight discomfort. And I was playing it down probably a little bit. Um, but I still decided just to go to get the help. And um 
I, I believe I, I don't know exactly. I'm going to follow up with my doctor. I think I might have a stomach ulcer. Never had anything like that before. I've never had like acid reflux. So I think it's something along those lines. Um, but it's, I kind of have an idea of what it is and I'm going to follow up with my doctor. Um, but I just wanted to share that to continue to encourage others like you have been, Candice, to, um, that it's okay to get help. Well, you know, that makes me, obviously, I'm sorry to hear that you're in pain and that you're mm-hmm. having to have anything to go to the emergency room. But those associated, you know, when you associate something that happened negative in the past yeah. to not wanting to kind of, av- not really advocate for yourself, but I can understand how that would be tough, you know, because mm-hmm. you're thinking about co-worker and you're like, I don't want to go there. That means I'm yeah. going to die. Or, mm-hmm. Look, that's been a, lo- a big part of my journey, but I'm proud of you for Thank going you. and getting it checked out and Thank staying on top of it. And we're going to continue mm-hmm. to hope and pray that, you know, it can, if it is an ulcer or whatever it is, mm-hmm. that the treatment is easy and that you have some relief soon. So thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. How about you? How is your week? How are you doing? I am doing really well. Um, honestly, I am so pleased with the fact that I am for those who are aware obviously it's no secret. I'm going through a breast cancer journey. I am currently going through chemotherapy um, that I will be, um, I have several rounds that I'm doing between now and the end of September tentative. So I've gotten through two rounds and um, this is, I'm feeling really good. I've really been focused on movement, exercise, getting 10,000 steps. And today I got on the bike. Like I got on, I I, I wanted to do it and I probably could have done it sooner, but Mm -hmm. something about it seemed a bit daunting with everything going on. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to do 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. I didn't make it a, I'm going to do an hour. I'm going to do endure your power zones. I said, I'm just going to do 15 minutes. I picked Cody because Cody makes me laugh. And (laughs) I did a 15 minute ride. And so- I'm proud of that. I'm proud of of my movement. I'm proud that I am uh, still maintaining my losses. So, um, you know, it's hard because the the type of chemo that I'm on, uh, there's steroids involved. And so there can be weight gain during the time that I'm on the drugs that are helping Mm -hmm. me with my nausea and other things. Mm -hmm. But when they get out of my system, my body goes back and I'm still collectively down 10 pounds for the month. Oh my goodness. I am super proud. It's not just (laughs) about, because it's not about just the, the weight for me, as Mm -hmm. you know, Ricky, you -hmm. and I have talked about it. It's not just, Oh, I want to be able to say that I've lost 10 pounds. It's more, Mm -hmm. I've been consistent with habits that make me feel good during a time that's really challenging for my body. Yeah. So that's the best thing you can do for your body, which is feed it well and give it the nourishment that it needs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's how I've been. I'm really looking forward to getting back to the meeting room. Um, may try to go next week. I just have to be, as we know, be careful with everything going on, but um, the community has been great. So it's been great to, 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 to kind of catch up. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But what do you think about the fact that like, I was thinking about, you know, we're at the beginning of like the summer season, you know, mm-hmm. we, um, kind of when Memorial Day comes and, you know, obviously we are thinking and um, remembering those who gave the ultimate for 
our freedoms, um, not mm-hmm. just about barbecues and everything, and especially with me right. working in the veterans court, I want to say that, but it's also mm-hmm. like the unofficial start of summer. Yes. And <laughs> it's hot outside today. Like for oh us, it's gosh. like 90 degrees and, you know, people are pulling out all of those really nice short sleeves and dresses mm-hmm. and stuff. The and pools are open and swimming is happening. <laughs> So I was yeah. just wondering, because I was thinking about it, like, how are we feeling about mm-hmm. the exposure? Like, we talked about it mm-hmm. a little bit last year, and I was mm-hmm. talking about my bathing suit and stuff, but it's like, mm-hmm. everyone who's put in a lot of work over, like, the, I guess, the winter months may be really excited to kind of show off their summer body. Mm-hmm. But for those of us who may have some insecurities, it can be a tough time. Yeah. So I was just wondering, how I'm- are you dealing with that? Are you having any struggles with it? I am. I I still struggle. Um, So I'm, there's two parts to answer this question. Yes. I think I've had a lot of um, insecurity with knowing that my arms are out. I'm not confident about my arms. A lot of my t-shirts I feel like don't really flatter my stomach area. And then my legs, like I'd love to be able to wear shorter dresses not even short dresses. I'm talking about to my knees, <laughs> but I'm not comfortable with my calves and like even the back of my knee area. So I have a lot of insecurities, but at the same time, I've noticed that I just, I've worn, I've just been wearing things. I've just been wearing, I, I need to be comfortable. Like I, I still cover up a little bit at work, especially because the air conditioning's on and I feel like I can get away with wearing a sweater, but I wore a dress the other day and I, I felt really good about it. It was a long dress. But, you know, it's something that I may not have been confident enough to wear before. And I just said, you know what, this is a temporary weight. I'm in the process of losing weight, but I can dress myself with beautiful clothes now and feel confident about myself and exude that confidence even as I'm losing weight. And I think that's definitely an area of growth for me. Um, yeah. And I think that that really ties into it, you know, it because there's so much about other people and their perceptions of us that Mm -hmm. we kind of, you you know, we process and we add to what we think people are thinking. Um, You know, for me, I'm very similar, you know, especially I've been having some insecurities because the summer is here, but also I have some scars that Mm -hmm. I didn't have before um, Mm -hmm. related to my current journey. Um, Mm -hmm. For those who are watching now, everybody knows I have uh, La Portia Deport, who is uh, my little port that's helping me through my chemo. But there's mm-hmm. scars there and there's mm-hmm. shirts and different things that f- I feel show off, um, you know, an area that makes me feel insecure. And mm-hmm. I have to figure out how to reframe that, like, you know, and right. say, am I going to allow myself to like, with everything going on, to draw, to, to, to lose a lot of sleep and to give a lot of energy to the thought that somebody else may not, may have a reaction to seeing a scar or if somebody thinks that my arms look flabby or if somebody thinks that I have a chemo belly or whatever it is, like, am I going to give a lot of energy when there's so many other things that I need to focus on? Intellectually, I want to say, no, I'm not going to do that. But we're human, right? And mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we get our own validation of who we are from others. And that's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to change. Right. Is how do I not get my worth, my ability to feel good from somebody else 
and somebody else's comments. Because if I told you, Ricky, that your arms look great or that you look great in that outfit, it should be that while that's nice, if you already felt it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If because if I, what if I told you it looked horrible, then it shouldn't be that you run and immediately change your clothes. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Yeah. I think about, um, I may have shared this before, but when I was in a training for work earlier this year, we talked about the ladder of inference and how the example they gave was, you know, in a meeting room, Tammy was presenting and Johnny was looking out the window and he looked bored. So from now on, Tammy thinks that, you know, Johnny is always thinking that she's boring or that she's, and it goes a level up. Well, you know, now she thinks that he thinks that she's incompetent and, Oh, he doesn't like me. Oh, he, and it just goes up this ladder and it's all things that have come from one little behavior of Johnny looking out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, and all we know, I I've heard you say this all the time, Candace, like we go with the facts, you know, we, the fact is somebody may have given me a look. Do I know that that look that seems dirty or like, seems like they're disapproving of my outfit is, is, them saying that I don't look good or are they, did they have a bad taste in their mouth and they happen to be looking my way either mm-hmm. way? Like you said, it shouldn't make a difference about how I feel about myself. Yeah. And I think it's trying to find, cause that's a really good example because we don't know, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of times we're not going to take the time to have those qualifying to, to have that conversation to qualify. Like, what are you really thinking? What are you trying to say? Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to, you know, I, I've been trying to figure out how to use even affirmations or mm-hmm. um, kind of that internal self-talk to get me to have the power and the strength to do certain things. And certainly this journey that I'm on right now is requiring it to happen a lot because there's a mm-hmm. lot of physical things that um, could be opportunities for me to read into people's thoughts mm-hmm. or people's um, reactions. Like, I have on this right now because every uh, what I've shared is I'm trying to protect my hair. I'm, I'm doing something called cold capping to save my hair. I'm like, what if some people think that my hair is falling out and what if they don't think? It doesn't matter. What mm-hmm. do I think about what it is that I'm doing? Do I feel comfortable with how I'm presenting myself? Do mm-hmm. I understand that whether this is temporary or whether it is that what if it, if I really am losing my hair, if I really am mm-hmm. having these things, these are things that I can still process without needing other people to tell me that I am okay mm-hmm. or that it's okay for me to be this thing. And mm-hmm. I think that because I've done that for my whole life, um, the conversations are good to say that we shouldn't do it, mm-hmm. but it's it, it really is something that it has to be very intentional. Like it has mm-hmm. to be like a moment to stop. And to say, what is it that I am needing from another person? Because opinions are so varied. I mean, you could talk to five different people and get five different reactions Mm -hmm. to an outfit. You know, David and I are always going, my husband and I are always going into the mall and we'll see a shirt and we'll be like, who in God's green earth decided to make a shirt like that? Like that is the (laughs) ugliest, most, somebody liked it. Somebody mm-hmm. thought, looked at that and said, that needs to be sold mm-hmm. and somebody's going to buy it. It's not me, mm-hmm. but <laughs> you know, if they were to ask me my opinion, I would say it's ugly. Somebody else mm-hmm. may say that is the shirt of the decade. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. 
that should be enough to let you know that you can't depend on on people's feelings and emotions. Exactly. Exactly. So you were talking about affirmations and different things that you use to kind of counteract that. Like, how do you use those affirmations to help you kind of not think about what everyone else might be thinking or other people's opinions? I I, I really am trying. I'm figuring it out. So we're going to learn it together. But what I'm really doing is more so trying to take it in the moment. So if I have Mm -hmm. the thought, what's the immediate, what do I think? And making it more Mm -hmm. of an I thought, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I put on this outfit because I thought I looked good in it, or I am Mm -hmm. proud of, um, I am beautiful. I am going through for my scars. I Mm -hmm. am fighting really hard for the health that I want. This is this is empowering that I have these scars and I'm mm-hmm. proudly able to go out and enjoy regardless of them being here. I really like this shirt on me. Yes, I have a belly, but at least it means I have food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's trying to find something that is a positive and because you can mm-hmm. find positive if you want to. You can yes. find negative, but you can find the positive. It just mm-hmm. takes a little more doing. Um, for some, they they don't have a problem with it. I'm jealous of the people who don't have an issue with like, you see them on Instagram, whether they're lying or not, Mm -hmm. you see some people on Instagram who are just so bought the whole body positivity, like Mm -hmm. Lizzo or whoever. And they just, uh, they own their curves and you can't (laughs) tell them anything. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's affirmations, but, Mm -hmm. or that's fake it until you make it and fake it until you make it could be a concept as well. Have you found anything that has helped you in the past or has it nothing that's ever really stuck? I try to keep pictures and things close. I don't know that that's because some people would say that's unhealthy, like looking at pictures of how, you know, we looked when we were younger, you know, at a, a thinner body or a smaller weight. But I keep them as reminders, like on my phone every now and then I'll have a picture of my friends and I at a wedding or something like that where I I look different. And I think it, I like to think it's helpful because it's a reminder that I did it before. Cause when I was smaller, it was after losing weight in the past. So it's not just um, pictures from a time where I was in high school and my metabolism was different and my eating style was different. It was pictures from a time where I know that I have been able to work to get the weight off. So I think sometimes looking at those is a reminder um, but I have to be careful with that, not to get into a loop of, man, why did I gain weight from that point? Why did I let myself slide? Why, man, how can, how can I go back to that? Time? <laughs> um, so I think it is a slippery slope, but that's kind of one thing that I, if it's done, I think properly can, can be helpful for me. Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. And that's something, well, I guess that leads to another question because that that just kind of sparked something in my mind, which is mm-hmm. I've done that too, where you have these mm-hmm. photos of yourself. You're like, gosh, I look so great there. But do you mm-hmm. find that that 
um, put you in a negative space about mm-hmm. your current, like you being able to appreciate where your body is right now, mm-hmm. you know, because it's obviously different because that's why right. you're, you're, you're viewing it. But is it, is it something where you're able to still celebrate the beauty of where you are now, even if there's some changes mm-hmm. that you want to make, or do you think that that process makes that more difficult? Yeah, I think when I'm in the space of looking at those pictures, I'm appreciating where I was and and saying, oh, come on, let's get back there because I don't necessarily appreciate where I am. So I've never mm-hmm. thought about it that way. I think I do. Um, I, I don't necessarily feel like I'm discouraged in that moment. Like if I'm actually like looking through that photo album or whatever it is, I'm just more like, let me try and use this to encourage myself. But I do think I don't necessarily use that time to say, well, I'm also beautiful now. or I'm also, you know, fit now. I'm also, you know, whatever it is. Um, So that's a good point. I I think it can be looked at at both ways. Yeah, because I think that there's beauty in who you may have been um, Mm -hmm. or what you're trying to get back to. But I have had to be intentional about finding the beauty in me right now mm-hmm. today. And yeah. even if that's um, going against the grain and making it a homework assignment, everybody knows I love to-do lists and <laughs> putting something on my to-do list that says right now, I want us to look at three things that I appreciate about my body and appreciate mm-hmm. about who I am right now. Like I think that you have one of the most beautiful smiles you know, I think that you have not just your skin complexion, you have just, there's something about your face that lights up a room. And I hate when people bring up faces because it's like, <laughs> is that the only thing that you're going to say because of my other parts of my body? But the strength and, you know, the strength and finding other things that mm-hmm. I can say right now, this is true. This is mm-hmm. true of who I am right now. Kind of does give you the, the, the ability to not live too much in the past mm-hmm. or to be too anxious about the future, you know, yeah. because you're not going to be able to make changes from a place of hating yourself. And that's what I'm mm-hmm. learning to be true for me. Like if I am just walking around, um, hiding everything, mm-hmm. I, I bought this really pretty dress, Ricky. Like I bought this, I mean, it's so pretty and it's upstairs in my closet. And I'm like, uh-huh. my thought was I need to put it on and see if my scars show. No, mm-hmm. I need to put it on and say, this it makes me feel good. Yeah, this dress is in a smaller size that I haven't been able to wear. And for me right now, I am beautiful today and I'm going to put it on. And it's not because I'm not going to wait for a special occasion. I'm going to put it on Mm -hmm. because it's whatever day of the week. And I just Mm -hmm. feel like it and I'm worth it right now because I think I'm tying my worth Mm -hmm. to an image that might be from a time that I'm never going to get back to. Mm -hmm. Right. Instead mm-hmm. of seeing the beauty of me right now. And I think mm-hmm. that that's a disservice. Yeah. We're doing a disservice to ourselves and to others. Mm-hmm. I think that makes a lot of sense. Because I think about, you know, how many times even I look in the mirror and, and somehow sometimes how it can be surprising when I do see myself in the mirror. Because I think sometimes I avoid it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you can relate or if anyone listening can relate, but um I I think there's times where I almost imagine or think that I'm not as heavy as I am. And then I see myself in the mirror because I I do, I I avoid the mirror a lot. 
Um, I, I know there's days where I've stepped out of the house with not looking like looking at my face to do makeup and stuff, but not a full body mirror. And I think avoiding that kind of like you were saying before, Candace, like doesn't help me to stay in reality of the now. Um, yeah. So I think sometimes it's easy to forget, like, you know, I, I remember the second I tried to squeeze through a small area and then it's like, oh, my, my body's bigger than I, I thought I could squeeze through there, you know, something like that. But it reminds mm-hmm. me very quickly of the size that I am right now. But and if uh, we look back on those yeah. pictures, Ricky, the ones that we're talking mm-hmm. about, I'll speak mm-hmm. for myself. The Candace in those pictures that I'm so wanting to be, I, that Candace didn't like herself either. That Candace was was picking and not okay. So there's never Mm -hmm. been a time that even when I'm at the weight that I think I wanted to be, Mm -hmm. I mentally was not able to accept where I was. I wasn't in a place of, and and who wants to live a life like that? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's the most tragic piece to this is that you could get through your whole life and all you did was pine for a time that you were at a weight that when you were at the weight, you didn't like yourself. You mm-hmm. never, ever had that inner peace and that peace with yourself. I think that's mm-hmm. that's the biggest lie that we can tell ourselves is that we'll be so much happier if mm-hmm. we could get back to this when we mm-hmm. know we were not happy then either. Right. So I why think- not figure out how to, you know, because that's something my therapist used to say, you know that the flaw is here then. Mm-hmm. You know it's here because- you could be happy now. It's just mm-hmm. you're determined not to be. Mm-hmm. I think about one of your favorite people, Dr. Now, and mm-hmm. and there's a reason why he has the, the people on, you know, if you're not familiar with Dr. Now, it's my 600 pound life on TLC. Um, it, it, there's a reason why people are told that they have to lose weight before doing that process, because the process will make them lose weight and make them get down to a certain weight. But if they're not in the mental mindset, like you're talking about, where they are appreciating what they're doing, they are taking the time to count, you know, whether they're counting calories or whether they're being mindful of how many fruits and vegetables they're having a day and how much fat they're having. They're they're being mindful of all those things and they're making those changes versus, you know, just saying, okay, I'm going to do this process and and lose weight. I I don't know. I feel like that relates to what we're talking about because I think we can go through the process and think that we're going to get to a certain weight, but it's not going to stick if we don't do the mental work. Yes, 100%. And we know that the, the mental work is the thing that we most are kind of avoiding. We try Mm -hmm. to make it about the food and the water and the points for us, but it really isn't that if it were that, then we'd be have, you know, or if, in, in the case of 600 pound life, they would have already been there mm-hmm. and done it. It's, it's the mental battle. And it's the why do I not feel like I have worth right now? And mm-hmm. why is it that because when you feel worthy, you do things that reinforce those habits, you know, mm-hmm. and who reinforce that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't feel that you deserve good things, if you don't feel like because you're overweight or because you don't like your arms or because, you know, you have scars or whatever, if you don't feel that mm-hmm. way, then that's how you're going to interact with the world. That's going to be the choices you're going to hide. You're going to not mm-hmm. do those life sustaining things. Mm-hmm. And um, that's hard. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to go back to talking about body positivity because 
I don't know what you feel about it. I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful to appreciate um, different size bodies. Um, but I, my question is, is there a point where if someone's, let's say, 600 pounds or even like 300 pounds, like, are we saying that if this person is healthy and all the, the above, that it's okay to stay at that weight? Or are we saying, like, let's appreciate people's bodies and their different stages of, of being healthy? I, th- I think that's something that has kind of caught me up with body positivity. I don't have a problem with it. But what about the health of the person who's positive about their body? Like, yeah. what do you think about that? 100% agree with you. I think that's one of the biggest things that's kind of been triggering or different for me, like with social media, Mm -hmm. because there is a big body positivity movement, which Mm -hmm. I'm, like you said, totally for, because what Mm -hmm. I'm for is the healthy self-esteem, self-worth. I love myself now. You can't tell me anything. I'm beautiful. Like all Mm -hmm. of those statements I think are still true, but Mm -hmm. I think that you can, you can have all of those things. You can be proud of who you are and love yourself. Mm -hmm. And people say that for my health, I mm-hmm. need to make some changes because it's going to give me the longevity and the, the you know, there's some health repercussions for me to be here that mm-hmm. I no longer want to do. And so part of me loving myself is saying, you look good, girl. You are fabulous. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to make some choices that are going to bring me in an alignment with the health goals that I have. Because that's something that I think I've never really been able to take apart when it's like, well, you don't need to lose any weight. You don't need to. Mm -hmm. But you're you're saying that me choosing not to lose weight means I love myself. Mm -hmm. Or that somehow me wanting to lose weight means that I hate myself. Right. And And I don't think that that's true. No, I don't think I think you can you can love yourself and still say I need to make changes. Mm -hmm. And I love that you said I need to make changes because at the end of the day. It sh- it shouldn't be about the number on the scale. Like I think about all the supermodels and how thin a lot of them are. I wouldn't look at them and say, I think that's a healthy person. Like maybe 20 years ago, I would have said, oh my gosh, I want to look like that supermodel. I want to have those long legs and like be able to see every single one of my ribs. <laughs> but, uh, you know, some people are born naturally thin and there's nothing wrong with that. But some people, I think, also have unhealthy behaviors that how to that make them maintain those body weights over a long time. So I think we could see it both ways. It it shouldn't be about the number on the scale. It should be about am I healthy? And I think that's the problem with that industry is it's kind of promoted this skeleton like body style. And now it's like swinging towards the other end. It's like, okay, you know, now big bodies are okay. Well, there should be a medium of that where it's like, okay, we want healthy bodies. We want people who are taking care of themselves, whether it's not starving themselves or not overeating, you know, wherever that ends up. And I think finding that balance. And again, I'll tell you as somebody who is doing this strictly, I mean, really from a health perspective, especially more recently, it really does help you get past the smoke. Like, cause at first mm-hmm. I was kind of in the, well, should I just love myself and not do this? But it's like, when you think of it, in terms of your longevity, your health, your all of mm-hmm. that, um, it helps you get past the noise. It's like, this is something mm-hmm. that I'm doing to sustain my life and to mm-hmm. give me the best quality of life that right. I can have. And so whether or not you think I should or should not, whether I'm 
underweight, because like you said, underweight is a thing too. Just mm-hmm. because you're thin doesn't mean you're healthy. Just because you're mm-hmm. overweight doesn't mean that you're unhealthy. Right. Um, but if you have indicators that show you that your health is in jeopardy, then mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong. It actually, to me, is the best way to show that you love yourself, mm-hmm. to make changes that yeah. will support you being the best version of you because nobody can tell you how that feels, you know? And I think that we have to be careful with trying to put everybody into a box because then you're going to make people feel bad because they'll say, well, you shouldn't diet. Mm. Okay. But you know, you don't know what diet is what you're deciding to consume. Like, Mm -hmm. right. So whether or not that's low carb, I'm counting points, I'm staying in with whatever, Mm -hmm. I'm doing what works for me, not because I don't like myself, but because I actually do like myself. Mm -hmm. And you can choose not to do that. And that's fine. You know, but I know that I'll get, there's, there's many people who do not agree with that. They really Mm -hmm. feel like the diet industry is completely just money grabbing. All it is is Mm -hmm. is to get money. And who am I? I? I can't say that I'm like an an expert in all of this, but I do know that the certain tools that I have helped me to get to where I need to go. And I don't Mm -hmm. apologize for wanting to be the best version of myself. Right. And so, but I think that that sometimes can be contrary, like you said, to the industry and to the narrative Mm -hmm. that if you love yourself, don't change anything. Mm -hmm. Love yourself as you are right now. I'm like, "Eh." (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot of different methods that people use and, and different commercials that will come on. And and there, it's always about quick fix kind of things. Once people do decide, like, I want to lose weight, I want to lose this pound, this many pounds. But I think when we do go back and focus on the reason and how we feel about ourselves, it, it shouldn't matter how long it takes for it to come off. It's about sustainability and yeah. being able to say, I'm going to eat things that make me feel better about myself and things I enjoy that make me feel that make my body healthy and doing yeah. that over an extended time. You know, that's what's important versus a quick fix. Cause I've done the quick fix, quick fixes. And so have you where I mm-hmm. know how to over exercise under eat and do mm-hmm. all that and get the weight to fall off. And it doesn't stay mm-hmm. off because it's not sustainable and it's not healthy and mm-hmm. it's a yo-yo. Um, I have had to accept during this time, even though I've been having consistent weight loss, mm-hmm. <laughs> again, I have shared with you, I told you during chemo weeks, my weight goes up four pounds mm-hmm. and I've done absolutely nothing differently, you know, and then mm-hmm. it goes back down. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to not eat during right. the chemo week because mm-hmm. I'm taking some serious meds and I need to, to fuel my body because this is about mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were making it only about weight loss in the scale, that mm-hmm. would not be okay. And yeah. that's what I mean about when you adapt to a new way. And even mm-hmm. with our, like I said, going back to our initial conversation about mm-hmm. like our body image and everything, knowing that even if that means it's going to take us some time mm-hmm. to get to maybe a body where we feel um, a little less self-conscious. Mm-hmm can we find the beauty in the fact that right now there's things that I can do and things that I can mm-hmm. wear and things that make still make me feel good and allow me to appreciate the journey now and not have to rush it and to do it in yeah. an unhealthy way. Yeah. 
I love that. Like, what can I do now? What am I capable of now? What can I wear now? What's what do I like about myself? I um I'm the Syat <laughs> Fitness is our our guy, and he he has talked about this a lot lately. But he said it, he was asked the question: If you could only do one workout for the rest of your life, what would it be? And he said, it's not strength training, it's not hit, it's not running, it's not cycling, it's not swimming, it's walking, walking yeah. every single day. And that's something that you do, Candice. And as, as exciting as it is that you went on the bike this week, you have been getting 10,000 steps in <laughs> consistently. Yeah. And yeah. those habits are the things that um, not only probably make you feel good about yourself, because I'm sure you see progress from the time you started this habit to now. But, you know, it's only helping you be stronger in this this battle that you're going through with cancer. Like you are kicking butt and <laughs> able to just be consistently doing that habit because of all the, the routines that you built in the past of saying, I'm going to get my steps in. And I think it's a, a very undervalued yeah. thing to do to, to lose weight and to be healthy. And to say that I deserve to do it now. I don't deserve mm-hmm. to do it. I'm not going to get 10,000 steps after I finish chemo. Right. I'm not going to get 10,000 steps once I lose 20 more pounds. Because mm-hmm. no, right now, the same way I'm going to wear the dress now. The same mm-hmm. way you're going to wear the dress. You're going to yeah. wear the stuff. And whether or not it feels comfortable or doesn't, we know that what we're doing right now today is what matters. And mm-hmm. that we're worthy of the movement. We're worthy of the outfits. We're worthy of the self-love that we show right now. (laughs) Because I think the biggest (laughs) mistake that we make is thinking one that we're promised tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I have learned that. You think you're promised and we're going to get there eventually. No. What if, what if today is all you have? And, and, and this is it. And then it's like, up. you get to heaven and they're like, well, I didn't wear the dress because I hadn't lost the weight. Right. Like, God, I was going to wear that dress. It was going to be so nice. I didn't get a chance to, but I thought you were going to give me more time. He's like, well, that was your mistake. Um, but I'm praying that we all have eons and eons to yes. wear what we need to wear. But you know, my point, my point is that we're worthy now. We're worthy of the movement now. You don't have to wait until you lose 10 more pounds to get mm-hmm. 10,000 steps. You don't have to wait. Right now mm-hmm. is the time. You know, yeah. and I think that we'll be more thankful for it. And, every, and no one's going to say anything. They're gonna, anything they're going to tell you how beautiful you look. Mm-hmm. Usually when, especially me, I'm not like a big one who wears a whole lot of different outfits. So when I do, people go nuts. Yes. Ooh, what are you <laughs> and you're like, what did I look like before? What are you trying to say? <laughs> and I, I think we need to, to do that, to wear those outfits and not sacrifice our own comfort. You know, I have been the person people are like, why are you wearing a sweater? It's hot in here. And I'll say, you know, I'm okay. But really it's like, I need to take off the sweater, take off the sweater, take off the right. If you are uncomfortable, just wear what you have and know that you're beautiful and you're, you know, appreciate yourself that you, you got in that dress and you feel good about it and you're doing what you can in the meantime, as you're, you know, getting to that healthier place you want to be. You take off the sweater and I'll wear the dress with, that shows the scars. And we yeah, are going to rock. That's our challenge to each other. Yes. Because we're not going to lie. Because like you said, it's 100 degrees out. And I'm like, no, I'm really, I really need this sweater. No, you don't. <laughs> you see it. I'm going to take it off. Mm-hmm. And I think sitting in the moment with it and seeing what mm-hmm. happens. And yeah. if someone says something, okay. But if they mm-hmm. don't, okay, too. How do right. we feel? So that's our mm-hmm. challenge to each other. Let's do it. 
Yes, so we got we'll it. Post it. We'll <laughs> post it. And that's another reminder because this is a great chat. But, you know, mm-hmm. when you hear us talk about our Facebook group, you can always uh, connect with us in our Facebook group. We have like 3,600 um, mm-hmm. members and growing. We're really excited about that. We're going to post pictures of ourselves in our outfits. Or Ricky's like, I didn't say that. I will. Um, I will. <laughs> but, you know, you can connect with us there. Just search for Real WW Talk. You can also connect mm-hmm. with us on Instagram and connect. Uh, connect is the WW social media. We each have our individual pages. So you'll be able to find us there on YouTube, on Instagram. Search Real WW Talk. Um, and you can, uh, again, connect with us there. We'll have all that in our show notes for you to find. And if you want to send us an email, we've been getting some really great um, emails from you guys, not just to encourage me as I'm going through this journey, but um, just some beautiful messages that you all send with recipes and ideas. And we really appreciate hearing from you. You can email us at realwwtalk at gmail.com and obviously our podcast. So if you are on Mm -hmm. all major platforms, Spotify, um, Amazon, not Amazon, uh, Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, you can find us there, Real WW Talk. Yes. Thank so, you for listening. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Uh, we'll see if Erin, like I said, we're wishing her well. Just uh, say hi to her in the group and we hope that she has a great flight and enjoys those vacation carrots. So Yes. We'll, <laughs> we'll see you All next right. week. Bye. Have a good one, everybody.